0: This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I
1: was looking at photographs from the Iowa caucuses last week. I saw these photos where Navy SEAL veteran and Republican U.S. Senate candidate Tim Sheehy was... Given speeches in support of Donald J. Trump during the Iowa caucuses last week, and of course, you got the New Hampshire primary today. And I saw he had this great photograph with Ronald Jackson, you know, Admiral Ronald Jackson, and uh, it was so great. And uh, it reminded me, man, we've got a We've got a Reverend Johnny Jackson uh, that joins us every Tuesday here on the show. Uh, Reverend Jackson, great to have you on the program this morning. Joining us live from Las Vegas, you're already on the ground for the SHOT Show.
2: Good morning from Las Vegas. It is a rare thing today. It's actually rainy and chilly.
1: Really, yeah, you know i yeah. I was kind of amazed every time I've been at the shot show, uh yeah, you'd think the weather would be warm and and sunny. And, yeah, this time of year, I mean, the pools are all shut down and it's chilly and it's, uh, you know, uh, it's not very sunny typically. But, you know, we're so busy covering the SHOT Show anyway with uh, all the radio programming that we'll do and then, you know, touring all the guns and gear that you really don't have time to to go outside much anyway. And and then why would you? Because you just end up stumbling over homeless guys and smelling skunky marijuana the whole time. So it's better off to just stay indoors, it seems.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on, one second, Eric. Uh, what, what are you talking about, honey? Honey, you said that was not going to cost extra. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Whatever. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. You have a good day. All right. I'm sorry. Aaron. What were you
1: saying? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're tipping. your. That was your car dealer you were talking to, right? I hope you're tipping your card dealer. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. That's it. Yes. Uh, card dealer. Yes,
1: don't yes. be a cheap tipper. We don't hang out with cheap tippers now. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was over there yesterday. I was over at the shot show. They're they're still setting up, and it's just a, a honeycomb, a beehive of activity over there. Craziness. But it's going to be bigger better than it, even than
1: it was last year i know it's crazy uh, just to eat each year how it gets bigger well now the first year i went it was still during kind of all the rona craziness the coronavirus craziness and fact, one of our friends on twitter i forget who it was but he said wait a minute it was probably uh, uh ed up in the flathead uh, the, the chief up there he said wait a minute you guys are both going to the shot show uh man montana the whole state of montana is going to get png'd out of vegas with the two of you guys being down there and i i told I was I was amazed I didn't get booted from Vegas what three years ago because uh, the mask mandates were in full effect and uh, let's just say during the shot show nobody was complying with that BS.
2: You know I, I use that PNG acronym all the time with people I say you know we're gonna get PNG'd or he got PNG'd and every, people give you that RCA dog look like what what does that mean? <laughs>
1: yeah Yeah, i mean having a retired federal law enforcement guy like you and a military veteran like me we should one tuesday let's just do this let's do this let's use nothing but acronyms for the entire hour here on mtt we're just going to have nothing but acronyms on mtt with uh jj from x I, i don't know anyway we could have some fun with that one all right john jackson standing by Casino security snagged them from the casino floor just to join us for this show. A preview of the Shop Show coverage coming i got to say, I agree with our friend David Noble on this one. I think Senate Democrats are finally going to cave on border security. But don't buy their BS for a second. They created this crisis. They allowed this invasion. Democrat senators like John Tester allowed millions of illegals, drug cartel operatives, terror watch list individuals and others to flood into this country. They don't get to just cut a deal now and then get away with it. They need to be held to account. That full story, go to montanatalks.com or download the app.
0: Casting live across the great state of Montana, Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, starting tomorrow, we're going to be kicking
1: off our SHOT Show coverage, three days of coverage from the SHOT Show in Las Vegas. The SHOT Show is basically split between the Venetian... Uh, Expo Center and the and the Caesars Palace Forum and in fact I, I just checked in with our buddy Seth Burgley from Shield Arms yesterday he's going to be in the uh, the Caesars Forum that's where, uh, where their booth's gonna be set up. So that's, that's one of the booths I definitely wanna plan on stopping by and saying hello to. Although he may come over and join us, uh, at our, our booth on Radio Row as well. John Jackson already doing a recon for us. He went and checked out our location, where we'll be and, and all that. John, did you go to the, so we're on like Radio Row with all the radio hosts, the, the, the YouTubers, the, the big podcasters, Gun Talk, Tom Gresham, all those guys. Who did I forgot to ask you? Did you see? Is anybody else set up yet? Did you see which other media folks are already there getting set up, or are most of them going to wait till a little bit later, like us?
2: It was all empty when I went by. I guess they're all waiting, kind of like we are.
1: OK. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, because sometimes you'll, you'll see some of their banners set up. But it sounds like we're in a similar location where we were, which is pretty front and center to some of the main exhibits, some of the the, the high dollar exhibits uh, set up for the SHOT Show. I, separately, there's there's another media room where more of the, the print reporters are at, the magazine folks uh, and. I guess there's free water in there, so I'm going to take full advantage of that place because, man, every bottle of water will cost you like 10 bucks down there. And that was before the Biden inflation, so it's got to be like $30 bottles of water now.
2: We have to throw the Montana card and get rob o'neill on the show that, that that's just a must we're, we're gonna have to gang tackle him choke him out something
1: <laughs>
3: you know, him
2: and, and bring him over we got to do it
1: i'll i'll let you try that one i'll let you go after the you know, i'll let you try to try to tackle the the guy who killed osama bin laden and see how that one works out for you
2: he's <laughs> been retired a few years that's right
1: yeah no, I shot him a note. I, I don't. In fact, I should go check Twitter. I I should see if he got me a note back. But I I sent a note to his brother Tommy. I mean, seeing Rob O'Neill down at the shot show is going to be cool if we run into him. But hey, even better, I want his brother Tommy out of Butte to come down there. His his brother Tommy O'Neill out of Butte, Montana, is a great guy. He's on, uh, you know, one of our sister radio stations in Butte. So so he'd be fun to see down there at the shot show as well. I, I shot him that. That tweet where, uh, yeah, Rob. So how crazy is that, John? This is why I said yesterday on the show, I said, man, I do not deserve to be at the SHOT show. Because, uh, you know, man, you get some of these guys, you get some of these incredible law enforcement and military veterans that have incredible stories, that have incredible knowledge about guns. Man, I fired the gun they gave me. And I didn't like cleaning the gun that they gave me. I'm starting to get into guns more now because you get to to have fun with guns again. It's not just a job, right? But how crazy is it that Rob O'Neill, the guy who killed Osama bin Laden, this is his first time ever going to the SHOT Show?
2: Well, in the world of SHOT Show and all the people that come out here to it, you know, Rob O'Neill is, you know, he probably wouldn't be able to, if he's walking through the event he won't be able to walk 10 feet you know if, if if he's got you know just you know his hat off and no glasses i mean people recognize him guy won't be able to walk 10 feet without people mobbing him i mean the people that come out here will love that guy
1: yeah uh any other names that you've kind of been seeing uh doing some meet and greets i know there's like some popular uh gun guy youtuber guys there was like an air force jtac uh who has a popular youtube page that's apparently going to be down there uh, any any other names you're seeing like of people showing up at booths doing meet and greets and things like that?
2: No, I was really hoping that we'd get to see Dana Lash again and maybe Gorka again, particularly Dana Lash, because she was right in there in the middle of this whole thing with the primaries, and she was a DeSantis supporter. But she was one of the few DeSantis supporters out there who was very, very cordial and courteous and did not play the nasty game out there. And now that he has dropped out of the race i was really curious to get her comment on where she thinks it's all going
1: i had a couple people message me and, and again folks hey if you know people that are going to be down at the shot show uh, you can be our recon element you can be like our our lurse element here uh, like i think i think tim and billings oh yeah tim and billings and a couple people were telling me about this guy there's a gentleman by the name of victor marks uh, apparently uh, he's got an incredible story about combating human traffickers and human trafficking, but but Tim and Billings and a couple other people were like, hey, apparently this guy's going to be at the shot show. You, you and especially the Joker should try to link up with this guy. Are you familiar with him at all uh, by chance, John?
2: I am not. I am not. Uh, what What does he do?
1: Yeah, well, that's yeah. I'm not too familiar with him, so that, but that's part of the fun coming up over the next three days is we're going to get a chance to meet so many incredible American patriots uh, and, and things like that. Well, today, you know, reason why you know John, like I say, John's already down in Vegas. He's going to be sidekicking with us for the SHOT show for the next three days of coverage, which is so helpful because sometimes I got to pop smoke and go try to go try to run down a Sebastian Gorka to see if they can join us on the radio. So then John can take over the microphone while I go try to run somebody down but uh man you see so many incredible americans john i was joking with somebody the other day with all of the the patriots filling up these two convention centers down in las vegas and then all the gear that's down there we could take over entire countries heck just just those two convention centers alone could secure our southern border
2: Do you remember we were going up the escalator last year and i turned to you and i said i made that joke i said you could take a just pick a dozen people at random here from this conference, and you could just take over a small country and The guy in front of us going up the escalator, he turns around and he's serious <laughs> he turns around and he goes, "Yeah." but we'd have to pick the right 12. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And let's, let's pick some place with nice weather if we're going to do it, if we're going to go forward with this deal here, right? I'm headed your way, Jose. You might be coming up here, but uh, we're headed your way with 40 Below and More. All right, back after this.
0: Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: All right, yeah, you know, looking at his photo, I think I might have run into him last year at the... At the show, I remember chatting with a guy briefly as it was just, you know, it was just a million folks running around, a million different things going on. But I remember chatting with a guy uh, who had a very interesting story about combating human trafficking. I'm not sure if it was Victor Marks or if it was somebody else, but because there's some incredible organizations out there that are, are tackling this fight, taking this fight on. Just got a message from Dave in Billings on our Montana Talks app. Dave says Victor Marks is a former Marine. He runs an organization called All Things Possible. Uh, in fact, I, I see on his website, victormarks.com, he's got a book, The Victor Marks Story with God, All Things Are Possible. So, yeah, hope hope we get a chance to catch up with him down there. I did send him an, an email through his website. Uh, contact page on his website but uh yeah it may be en route as we speak john jackson the joker from twitter already down in vegas for the shot show john let's let's talk issues let's take phone calls because we won't be able to take phone calls really over the next three days so that's why we wanted to get you in today so so we can still mix it up with our listeners out there Uh, the phone number uh 406-294-0970 uh let's see uh, John, let's start with uh, our southern border and the Supreme Court ruling yesterday. Basically, the United States Supreme Court said yes, it was a split decision. They said yes, the Biden administration can order the Border Patrol to go in and physically cut and remove the razor wire that the state of Texas has put up to try to secure our southern border. I got to say, I wasn't too surprised by this decision. What was your reaction?
2: same of, and stuff like that has been coming up now for several years with the Biden regime. And unfortunately, the law is very clear in that the federal government is in charge of the borders and in charge of immigration policy. And this is yet another point that goes back to what you and I have talked about before. I believe we talked about it last week. It's one of those points where you have to realize the consequences of handing corrupt communist Democrats, the uh, power of the executive branch of the presidency. This is what you get. This is what you get right here, an invasion of our country by the scum of the third world. Now, any of y'all ready for some mean tweets again? I I think
0: I am. That's
1: right. That's right. Uh, David Noble, our friend David Noble, uh, who's uh, filled in on the program here, does a great job. Uh, He's got his Twitch TV podcast. He's also a lawyer here in Montana. Uh, I thought he summed it up pretty well yesterday as well. He said this. The story here is that we have a president hell-bent on opening the border and removing all barriers. That's the takeaway and important fact that the Supreme Court said the feds control the border, not the states. That isn't really news. I think he summed it up up well there. What I, what I would also be interested in, in finding out from David or for some, from some other folks who may have studied this decision in more depth than I was able to is, OK, so SCOTUS may have said that, yes, the feds can come in and remove the razor wire. But if if I'm not mistaken, they also did not say that, uh, that they also didn't do anything that would prevent Texas or any other state from 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 still working to secure their own borders either. I mean, they, they didn't say, Texas, you can't put up razor wire. They just simply said, feds, you can go in and remove it. Right. Yeah, exactly.
2: And here's the other thing, too, is that razor wire wasn't stopping anybody anyway. Ima- imagine a an open window in your house, and you're going to nail up a single two-by-four to keep out mosquitoes. That's what that razor wire was doing right there. It's symbolic, and it's disappointing. It's disappointing. And Amy Barrett and Roberts uh, um, side with the lib justices, you know, to get this 5-4 decision out of the court. It's, 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 It's very disappointing. And it's yet another example of what goes on in our courts all the time, when their justices and we see this in Montana at the state level, when their judges and justices fall and are out from the bench, and our guys just follow the law, we're going to lose every time.
1: Well, and that that brings up a good point, which is okay. Yeah, we get why the why SCOTUS ruled the way SCOTUS did, but here's my thing: Aren't they busy? Aren't they a little tied up with everything going on and all these other cases? What? Well, why did they even take time to even rule on this? Why didn't they just sit back, hang back, hang back and, and <laughs> let the issue flap in the wind, kind of like our border security is flapping in the, in the wind right now. It, it reminds me, so recently I, I had a, a conversation with the Democrat County Attorney in, in Gallatin County, uh, the, the relatively newly elected Democrat County Attorney in Gallatin County. And so, when, when she stepped into office, she found boxes of sex crime cases that had not been prosecuted. So she vowed to give it a second look. And 22 percent of those cases are now moving forward. But but one of the one of the challenges we talked about is that you've got low staffing uh, in these prosecutorial offices. You've got low staffing in courts, much like you have trouble uh, finding workers for every other job out there in Montana right now, whether it's the private sector or the public sector. Uh, and these courts oftentimes have a backlog of cases. And, and so, again, it goes back to, to, OK, if the courts are so backlogged, if the courts and the, and the prosecutorial staffs and the public defenders, if, if nobody in our justice system has enough people and, and has too many cases before them, then why are they wasting their time on the climate kids lawsuit and all of this other nonsense? so that, so they're they're, they''re they're wasting a week in Helena on a stupid climate kids trial, which is a joke of a case that should have never been entertained in the first place. Meanwhile you've got sexual assault cases that hadn't been moving forward you got all these other criminal cases that aren't moving forward or or getting bogged down
2: well, what you've got to remember is you know with these Democrats. That with with their judges and their justices, these are nothing but Democrat activists wearing robes. And and their their ability, their chance to take a case like that, like that climate case, and rule on it. Oh, I mean, that, that's the case of a lifetime for them. That's the case of a career. Look what I did. I mean, they love that stuff, Aaron. That's why they're that job to begin with oh you think you're they're in that job to administer justice something i mean hell no they're up there to to uh legislate and be activists
1: that's right that's right and speaking of the the climate kids lawsuit uh this was pretty funny because i saw that uh uh, state senator brad molnar at a laurel he did a write-up about the you know the very cold weather we had here recently and you know the fact that the the wind wasn't blowing and the solar may not have been uh, producing power either but in the, in this uh, guest opinion column that he drafted he he talked about how one of the plaintiffs in the held versus the state of montana case one of the plaintiffs one of the climate kids uh testified that climate change caused his feet to feel hot during soccer practice <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh <my. laughs> what, you know what? What's funny is you've seen some of these kids. They've got their own Twitter
2: accounts out there, and out there talking tough, talking like big tough guys. You know, big uh, you know, internet uh, Twitter tough guys. You're like, wait a minute. Aren't you hey, – hey, hey, listen up there, tough guy. Aren't you the same guy that said his asthma was being affected by climate change? Why don't you give it a rest? Why don't you take a seat yeah. there,
1: kid? Yeah, you're a tough guy on Twitter, but your feet were hot during soccer practice. Oh, man. <laughs> you know. Oh, God. Don't join the well, military. All, I mean, don't we, we send that kid. Don't they're. send that kid to the military because man, he's going to be more trouble than he's worth. Or maybe they'll set him straight finally. I don't know. <laughs>
3: well, we all
2: know who their or who their dad is, and you know he's a real tough guy as well. So I
1: guess they get it natural. Oh man, well, warm up the bus. Uh, See. <laughs> all right. Hey, speaking of the southern border here. Speaking of the southern border, um, I, I got to get your take. So. The flip-flop, flat-top liberal Senator John Tester, he he drafted it. Since you're already laughing anyway, just keep laughing, John, because here's the headline from John Tester's guest opinion column. Time to get the job done and secure our southern border from John Tester.
2: Oh, my. Oh, this guy. I mean – <laughs> Did he do it? Wait, wait, hold up, Aaron. Did he have a picture of himself in this article in his stained, dirty, homeless guy sweater with his, with his, you know, hand with his three fingers cut off? You know, if there, because because it, it's not going to work if he didn't have that up there as well. God, that guy is no. so.
1: Of Adam he he saves his dirtiest uh, ripped-up clothes when he goes to visit the troops. That's when he he wears his worst. Uh, he puts on a fancy suit, though, for the big uh, Democrat donors, though. He wants to look good for them, and he wants to look like trash when he shows up to visit the troops in Great Falls. 406-294-0970, the number for you. The mighty Hugh Z on 3. Z, what's going on? Hey,
4: good morning, gentlemen. Are you talking about law cases? Uh, lawsuits and things like that I just want to bring everyone's attention a little bit serious note today in Georgia they demonstrated with the demeaning voting machines that they can be hacked easily you hold a pen to the machine on the power for 7 seconds and it goes in administrative mode where you can do whatever you want so coming up in 2024 this is going to be a huge issue one thing I want to point out though the gentleman who did this testimony with the same gentleman in 2020 said hey there's nothing to see here the elections have been saved, So I want people to think about that because as Donald Trump surges, right, they're going to start talking about Russians, the Russians, my feet are hot, Russians, my feet are hot, Russians.
1: <laughs> my feet are hot, that's right. Who, what was the guy's name that, 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 that downplayed uh, election interference in 20 but is now saying, hey, wait a minute?
4: It, that is Alex Halderman, Professor Alex Halderman from University of Michigan. 2017, he testified that Dominion was wide open for hacking. In 2020, in the state of Michigan, he, test- he testified, uh, for the Secretary of State that in Antrim County, where they had chicanery going on with votes being shifted, that, okay, it- it's not due to the Dominion machines. He neglected to say that the network was wide open. Hey, that's a that's a that's a two thousand mules scenario as well.
0: Interesting. Well, I they're going to talk
4: gonna, about that quite a bit.
0: They're going to
1: have so. to figure out a way to indict that guy and, and Fetterman too, because Fetterman, <laughs> you know, is talking about our southern border now. So, so they're going to have to figure out a way to get him indicted to try to shut him up too. Z, great to hear from you. Reaction from John. Yeah. Wilson.
0: Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: All right, let's do uh, let's do a lightning round of some callers. We got a few callers on the phone lines, and then we'll go right back to John Jackson uh, to weigh in on on that and more. Plus, I want to talk about New Hampshire uh, and Nikki Haley now on the defensive in a major way, especially when it comes to her comments about Social Security. That, man, that one would be a killer, even if she made it to the to the general election. All right, let's see. Uh, first up, let's go to Al in the Flathead. Al, uh, what's your thoughts this morning? Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks for
3: taking my call. I just was listening to people talk about the Second Amendment and the hunting and the sports shooting aspect of it. And I believe best that that's surely a secondary, if not further down the list, priority from the original framers of the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment was written for people to be able to defend themselves against aggressors. And the Second Amendment, I think, I would contend that it includes assault weapons. Not only that, I think that if we take the phrase, the right to keep and bear arms, Back then, the term right was almost synonymous with responsibility or duty. And so it could be read and understood as we have the duty or the responsibility to keep and bear arms. And as you're going to the SHOT Show and talking to people, I I would just want to see people stop harping on the hunting and fishing aspect of it as why it's so important and get back to the primary of why it's so important with the Second Amendment and the responsibility of keeping bare arms. Well
1: said. And keeping a tyrannical government in check, uh, the founder's intent, the framer's intent. No, well said, Al. Thanks for the phone call. Great to hear from you. Uh, let's see. Next up, let's go to Sean and Libby. Sean, uh, did you have a quick comment this morning?
5: Yes, sir. Good morning, Aaron. Morning, How are you doing? doing? great. Thank you. I hope you, get, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, so this whole thing started about yesterday, I was listening to KBOI, uh, early in the morning, about four in the morning, five in the morning, and they were talking about, well, we, you know, what's the age limit for a president? And they said, do you know anybody that's, uh, approaching any that should be? And I said, yes, sir, I sure do. And, uh, there were two, two gentlemen, which I know, uh, very well. Uh, Dan Murray, I used to work for him. He's, uh, worked the, uh, Forest Service trails here in Libby for 50 years. He's 78. Uh, totally coherent. Uh, and he's still, uh, hatching in hand. He, he looks like he's ready to go again. Uh, he retired in 2017. And not even a thank you from the Forest Service. I'm so sorry for that. And I feel bad about that. Dan Murray in Libby. That there should be a salute to him. The other person is Peter Paul Mar uh that I worked under in the uh, New York conservation department uh for the on the trail service and he kept the crew together and uh he uh he maintained uh, the job, the objective and we reach our objectives every day and he's also uh approaching uh you know in the mid seventies eighties. Yeah uh, he's so age ain't nothing but, so AJ nothing but
1: a number. So age ain't nothing but a number. It's more about exactly. ability and competence and
5: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and uh and uh Paul uh lives at uh, Gateway Village Apartments and I think uh, people should su- should salute him for-, for the accomplishments he did in his day and uh wish they would because uh, him and Dan Murray are the salt of the earth of this country and they they should be recognized as such and uh and it's too bad they have to put an age limitation on presidents they it should be a psychological test. Very simply, are going to be president. Oh, I take a psychological test. Can he pass this? Yes. No. All right. And then then some people,
1: some people would be pretty uh, disqualified pretty quick if they did that, wouldn't they? Now, uh, no, uh, great remarks there and, and shout outs uh, to some of your friends there. That's awesome. Sean, thanks for calling in. Great to hear from you. That ties in uh, with the Donald Trump, Nikki Haley debate, because Donald Trump made that exact point. He said, hey, wait a minute. I may be older than Nikki Haley, uh, but I am far more competent than Nikki Haley. That's that's one of the attack lines that Donald Trump is going with right now as Nikki Haley is on the defensive on multiple fronts. Okay, we'll sneak in one more quick phone call and then get John Jackson's take on all of them. Gary in Billings. Gary, what did you want to share? Yeah, good morning, um,
3: guys. Um, I want to talk about this last year to these kids uh, shutting down our electricity, you know, and where can we send bills in that 10 days that we had a final lawsuit uh, putting all older people in jeopardy to heat their homes? Oh, so good question. they talk about they want to have clean air. Well, this last storm proved that we could be treated to death because of these kids shutting down that. Power plant.
0: Good point.
1: Good point. That's a great question, Gary. Thanks for the phone call. And then Stephen Billing, stand by. We'll get to your phone call here in in a, uh, a few minutes as well. Let's uh, get John Jackson's take on John Jackson's take on that and more. John, the Joker from Twitter, already in Vegas, where we'll be starting tomorrow. John, what do you think? Let's start with Gary's call. There, um, where should he send his electric bill as these uh, climate kids are driving up his energy bill? Well,
2: that's. Um, It plays into every single part of the Democrat's agenda. And if you feel right now, as as a voter and a middle class, uh, normal blue-collar person out there, if you feel like Custer, surrounded by the Indians, number one, that's correct. And number two, it's intentional. Their entire goal is to crush the middle class. Everything they do is all about that, including their energy policies which Gary was just talking about. They want two classes in this country, the ultra-rich and the poor.
1: Yeah. Well, so I, my, my immediate thought that came to mind, and I, I'm surprised you didn't you didn't see the, the ball that Gary put on the tee for you there. Uh, so, you know, when Gary says, where can I mail my, my electric bill? You know, these political candidates for office always want you to mail them campaign donations. They want you to send them a check. Well, the Democrat candidate for governor is, it's his kids that are part of this climate kids lawsuit. So don't send him a check, send him your bill. I like where Gary's coming from with this.
2: Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be great if he could pile up uh, uh, 20,000 people's electric bills there in his campaign office? <laughs> but I think the campaign office is in the back of his van down by the river. Yeah. Right?
6: hey those vans down by the
2: river
1: are nice anymore i mean they got mercedes (laughs) vans down by the river now it's like holy cow chris farley man you really started a movement brother
2: oh wait a minute no i'm sorry i'm thinking of somebody else that guy uh mr ryan fussy there he's got the um the million dollar home there and he's a transplant from kansas or somewhere yeah that's right
1: he's got the really nice pad in the flathead uh but you know his property taxes didn't go up uh that that bad because uh you know the republicans delivered uh, tax relief and the flathead county commissioners are Republicans, so they didn't jack him up like missoula does so luckily for him he lives in a uh, republican county all right let's see uh oh john let's see let let's talk New Hampshire we haven't really gotten there yet Donald Trump is basically uh, was was saying this he said you know Nikki Haley's attacking m- me for my age but the real question is competence he said I may be older than Nikki Haley but I'm far more competent than Nikki Haley I mean it's it's kind of reminiscent of when Ronald Reagan you know had that great response to uh, who was who was the guy I forget who he was even running against but was it Mondale back then or or who but
2: oh yeah and you, you hear um, Nikki Haley. Now, for the last month or so, make all these different policy statements and um, different declarations about things where you're just aghast. You're like, how in the world can a Republican candidate say these things that are obvious Democrat positions? And I'll tell you why: is because she is being completely bankrolled by Democrat big donors and Never Trumpers who are also Democrats themselves. So she's got to say what they want to hear. Trust me, she is a completely fake AstroTurf candidate there just to, you know, uh, shoot darts at Donald Trump.
1: So uh, I think Vivek really went after her for getting donors from the military-industrial forever war complex. But haven't some names come out now of some of her Democrat donors that are backing her? Oh,
2: yeah. they're they're out there it's it's a fact it's not conjecture anymore
1: very interesting all right let's uh, sneak in one more quick phone call before the break steve in billings what did you want to share
3: yeah i just wanted to follow up on the second amendment comment there i think a lot of people have the perception that the founders just threw these these amendments of our our, bill of rights like well you know i like guns and let's put that one in there and well i go to church so we got to protect that too so i don't really want people in my house so let's keep soldiers from, or from from being quartered in our house, but really, I think the founders were, were writing a narrative. We have, we've been endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, what does that look? I think that looks like the First Amendment. And the Second Amendment is the next of importance. We have
4: the right to keep and bear arms, in order to protect our life, protect our liberty, and protect our pursuit of happiness, that's laid out in the First Amendment. That's the that's right. It's,
1: it's the Second Amendment that uh, that defends all the rest. Uh, I think I think is what you're laying down. Thanks for the call. Quick break. Back after this.
6: Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute.
0: The story of Florida is phenomenal. I'm not saying it because it's now my home state. It just is what it is. This mass migration out of blue states
1: to, to red states is real. And Florida and Texas and Tennessee and, and the Carolinas leading the way. And people are just voting with their feet. They're tired of, of politicians that believe in no bail laws, no law, no order, no safety, no security. They are tired. Fired of high taxes with virtually no real benefit for the people in these states. If you look at Florida with a higher population than New York, they have no state income tax, they have better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York
0: State. How is that even possible?
1: From coast to
0: coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity
6: Show. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, Goldco. Goldco is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one-rated gold IRA company, with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, call Goldco at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Goldco at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. Before investing.
0: That's 820 This is the Montana Economic Minute.
6: People in Montana are angry, it's said, about their property taxes. Of course, people are angry about lots of things, from the referees' calls during football games to the price of their TV subscriptions. But in the case of property taxes, the anger is productive. Witness the actions of our legislators and our governor to study the situation. That has been the usual dynamic with residential property taxes, responding to passions of the moment to tinker with the system. I would expect the same this time. Waiting for Helena to take action misses one thing, though. The property tax is a local tax. Its rates are set by county commissioners, city councils, and other local taxing entities across the state. It's true that rising property valuations increase the tax base, but it was the decision of local leaders not to cut mills that resulted in higher tax bills. That's not a fault of the system. It's a fault of local leaders. And the remedy for that... University of Montana, Bureau of Business and Economic Research.
0: Brought to you from the Montana Hot Springs Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Is talking here this is montana talks with aaron flint
1: really we're so glad that we have this extra hour of montana talks and that we're getting to take your phone calls this hour of the show because we've got a busy lineup of guests so we're packing a lot in before we take off for the shot show down in las vegas so we've got some uh, great guests joining us coming up in the next hour of the show so let's jump back into your phone calls, and then, of course, our SHOT Show coverage later in the week. Ken in Great Falls, great to hear from you. What's your thoughts this morning?
2: Well, the kids with their climate uh, losses, there's around up at the ski hill that I go to, there's 24 inches of packed space. I've never seen that in my 50 years of skiing. Now, the joke from North Carolina there, he wouldn't have a clue what Montana used to be, when the climate was right, the climate is, is changing really fast on and these kids have the right, because of our Constitution, to challenge it, and they did. Now, you can get them on your program, just like Mr. Busey. You could get him on your program. We did have him on the program. Attack him to their face. Attack him to their face. We did have him on the program, Ken. We can do it.
1: Ken. Now, you must have missed it. We did have uh, Bussy on the program. You must have missed it. For five minutes. He asked for an hour. Uh, well, you know what? Candidates hour. don't get an hour, uh, you know, until we get past the primaries. <laughs> I love I love how you had to pivot your talking points there. You need to get him on your program. Oh, he was on the program. Wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but uh, John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, um, I know we're getting short on time here, and we do have other callers too, but so – Let's go with Ken's argument here. Okay,
0: the the climate
1: has been changing in the 50 years that he's been in Montana. Okay, well, I've been in in Montana since, uh, you know, uh, 1980. Uh, So, uh, but here's the deal. Montana used to be covered in glaciers. Glacier National Park used to be covered in glaciers. So, uh, but, but, you know, Ken wasn't here when that happened, I guess.
2: Well, um, all I have to say to any of that garbage is... This is the same guy and the same people that were selling you on the vax, that it was going to keep you from getting COVID, that it was going to keep you from transmitting COVID, that mass work. These are the same guys that are selling you on EVs that a guy like him doesn't even own one, okay? Yeah, that's the same guy that's going to sell you on the climate, okay? you know, Get the fudge out of here i mean the guy's been wrong his side is wrong about everything they say well i, mean, I, I just got no time for it for these
1: idiots I, I just think too like okay if i was a red diaper baby and i was all in on the the climate change agenda the green new deal agenda and i was riding in the well still fossil fuel vehicle with ken i you know the question I asked uh, uh, Bussy was, okay, so you said your kids have a right to, to file this lawsuit because of the clean and healthful environment. Well, why did you drive from Kalispell to Billings when you could have just called into the radio show? I mean, you burned all that carbon dioxide when you could have just placed a phone call into the show. And so, again, it's the climate hypocriteness that we see time and time again. Let me sneak in one more quick phone call. We're going to have three days with John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, uh, down with us at the SHOT Show. Tim and Bill, Billings, did you have a quick comment? Morning,
3: gentlemen. Uh, so I know Mr. Jackson, you're former federal law enforcement. I, uh, I think that Governor Gianforte should join some of the uh, – I think it's 19 other states that have sent National Guard troops to the border to help uh, the Texas National Guard to uh, protect our border because our, our government is uh, advocating their, their responsibilities. They're, there's a, – there's a, I don't remember the constitutional amendment, but any law that is, that is abhorrent to the Constitution is null and void – And that should also include, uh, policies. So, uh, you know, let's protect our border. Let's, let's do the right thing. Let's send our Montana National Guard down there to support the Texas troops. And, uh, because our government yeah.
2: is going to do the
1: the American people are going to be the ones that Go have job. You know, uh, have them, uh, uh, just have them work directly with the state of Texas uh, to actually secure the border. Uh, yeah, we've sent troops down there. I don't know, I don't know how many. Uh, John Jackson, uh we're out of time, but hey, hey man, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. You know, Tim called you, uh, Mister Jackson, but it's Reverend uh, John Jackson. We'll see you tomorrow in Vegas.
4: Right,
1: sounds good, buddy.